coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the Paper Stack Podcast, where we cover current topics in the note industry, give you tactics for your note business, and talk with industry leaders to make you a better note investor. And now, your hosts, Brett Berkey and Rick Allen. All right. So without any further ado, let's bring her on, Tracy Z. Rui. How are you? I'm doing great, Rick. Thanks for having me here, you guys. Oh, I know. You're a you're a veteran in the space. It's so excited. I know you've been doing this business for for so long. You've you've probably forgot more about notes than I'll ever know. So we're excited to see what we can learn from you here today. Yep. Cool. I like the studio, the the wood panels. That's nice. Thanks. Cool reclaimed Barnwood. Somebody told me that they knew somebody in that business. So we could we can make a note on on reclaimed Barnwood, right? <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. You know, I got I know a barn that's probably like eight thousand square feet. It's huge. It's up in um, it's up in the Panhandle, but it's 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 over by a hunting camp, and it's about to fall over. And I see it every time. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of reclaimed wood right there. It sells for a lot. It does sell for a lot. Yes, yeah, so we all need something different. Well, we've seen a lot of notes secured by a lot of things. You're right. I've been doing this since 1988. That's when I got started. So we've seen lots of changes. But whatever happens in the economy, there are always real estate notes to be bought and sold. So I'm excited here to talk about it. You made me really think when you asked me think about my very first deal. So it'll be fun. That'd be cool. So yeah, so you, you were saying you guys started in, in 88. Did, did you just decide you, were, you didn't want to get the notes or were you just like, I'm just going to get a job. And then all of a sudden it just happened to be notes. How did that happen? Well, I have a title and real estate closing background and mm-hmm. I moved, I was up in Washington state. I grew up in a very small town up on the Washington uh, Canadian border up in that corner by Idaho. And I moved to the big city in air quotes, to uh, Spokane, Washington. And I took my title and closing skills to work. And I went to work for a company who bought seller financed real estate notes. And the guy that trained me, he'd been doing it since the late 40s, early 1950s. And so I, 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 I had a little bit of exposure to seller financing just because I'd lived in a rural area and the attorney I'd worked for to do closings did a lot of seller financing. And I remember we used to pull lists for one of the people back in the days when you had to couldn't get them online. Right. So we'd pull lists of seller finance leads for them to market to. So I had a little bit of exposure, but to understand the investment side and to be trained to do that for somebody who'd done that all those years uh, was just, I, I got introduced to the financial calculator and that was just the, the coolest thing ever. And so I, I got out of the document realm and understood the investment realm, but I worked there for 10 years, not allowed to buy notes because it was a conflict of interest. So that really? will play into our story about how I used notes differently to start with before I actually started buying notes uh, in 1997, when uh, my husband and I left that corporate world and started our own company, so we've been doing it ever since, and, and we really do love notes. Is um, is that company still in business buying notes, or or they've moved on? Or do you know, unfortunately, no. They they used insurance and debenture funds, and the gentleman who's founded it uh, sadly passed away. His son took over, and uh, as often happens in those situations, unfortunately, his son did not run the business well. So sadly, it's not, but not because of their note buying side. <laughs> Oh, that's good. So when you, um, I guess when you started out, how many notes did you buy, do you think, with that company? Or were you in, you know, in acquisitions? Yeah, when we were at our height, we were doing about $20 million a month in notes at our height. Wow. I mean, when I started working there, it was smaller. It was several million. And then we grew to $20 million a month. 
month. And then when I went out on our own, you know, we were smaller because we're using self-directed IRA funds, credit lines, referring some to other investors for a fee. Uh, so, you know, I started out big and then uh, went small. And I always say that that money really spends differently when it's your own. I found that out right away. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. So you, um, you, you left in 97 with your husband and you guys, and you started buying your own notes at that point. Yeah. But my very first note deal is actually when I worked for the company, but well, when you're ready to get into it, you let me know. Let's go. We're ready. Well, I have one question. Is that where you met Fred? Is that where you met? Did you meet Fred at that business? Yeah, so Fred is my husband, and uh, we got married in 1997, so we laugh. You know, we got married, we started a company, we did all these things in the same year. Why not, right? All right. Oh, my gosh. I can't but imagine. We had, we had met through note investing. He got started differently. He got started with... Um, John Richards down in the California Bay Area at a, a college class. And he was a broker that brokered to the company that I worked with that bought. And the company I worked with was bringing on staff. And so they recruited him. So we never worked under each other. We worked side by side. We had the same boss, but that's how we met um, and uh, and dated. And then we, uh, yeah, and married. So it was, it was it, I say the note business has been good to me because not only has it uh, provided a great livelihood, it introduced me to my to my husband. So that's pretty that's cool. That's super cool. That's cool. All right. So I guess we're getting into it. Huh? Yeah. Tell, tell me about your first note. So my very first note after I've been working at that seller finance note buyer for uh, about two years, I was like, oh, this is so cool. I want to buy notes. And they're like, no, no, no. That's a conflict of interest. We're afraid you'll be taking notes off our plate. And I'm like, OK, I understand that. Can I buy and sell real estate with notes, seller finance notes? And they're like, yeah, we'll let you do that. You know, so so my first seller finance note was me as a buyer buying a property. It was an REO and it was in Spokane, Washington. And uh, it was, you know, back then prices were much lower, but it was thirty one thousand five hundred. The seller let me put fifteen hundred dollars down and they did an owner carry note at nine percent two forty one. Uh, $39, so $241.39 a month for 30 years. So that was my first note deal, and I was the buyer on it. So I'm like, ooh, that's cool. Now I want to do another one. So then I bought a fourplex with seller financing, and I lived in one of the units and rented the other three out. I was single at the time. So I didn't know that we were doing house hacking back then in the late 80s, early 90s, but that's what they call it now, right? House hacking. You live in one unit and rent the others out. Yeah. So I did that with seller financing. And later I sold that. We wrapped that one. So that one had an underlying lien, paid the seller, seller paid the underlying lien. And then later when I sold that property, I sold it with seller financing. I took back a second. So I was buying and selling real estate, creating notes without getting to buy the notes that already existed. Now that's a lot more work, but I only mention that because in this current market, I think there's a lot of opportunity to buy and sell mm -hmm. a seller financing. I know I'm speaking, I'm, I'm, uh, Preaching to the choir, because I know you guys are doing that as well. But there's opportunity to buy a, pro a property low and then sell it at a higher price with seller financing and create an, a nice note with a 
nine, 10% interest rate for the long term and make that spread, that arbitrage. And so it might might not have worked a couple of years ago as well, but uh, it did definitely in the late 80s, early 90s. And I think it's working again right now in this higher interest rate environment. So don't think of notes just as buying the notes, which we all love to do. Uh, but you can also be out there creating the notes either as a buyer or a seller. So that's how I got started in notes for my own personal interest until I left the company in 97. And uh, yeah, so that that's my first couple of note deals. Cool. Uh, so why do you think why do you think right now what market conditions do you think it's just the rising interest rates right now that are really lending towards Because I agree with you, but I'd love to hear your input on why you think this market is just right for that sort of exit or that that investment strategy. Multiple reasons. You've got sellers who are still thinking they're in the height of value range. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so you if you negotiate good seller financing terms as a buyer, you Mm -hmm. can often give them that higher price if you pay on terms. Another reason would be the higher interest rate environment. We've got a lot of debt out there that was written at three and four percent. And if you can uh, buy and wrap that lower interest rate debt with something at eight or nine or ten, you have an opportunity to make a nice arbitrage or spread. So the lower interest rate debt out there combined with wrapping it with higher interest rates, you've got sellers uh, that might be considering seller financing. You've got a lot of investors that are tired of being investors. If they sell a seller financing, they get to take advantage of the installment sale tax provision that allows for deferral of capital gains when you're selling an investment property. So I think all of those things play into it. And uh, and so I think we're in a good time for that. Perfect. It's interesting. I didn't know that. The, the You can defer the capital gains like that. If it's an installment contract, I believe is what she was saying. Wow. That's interesting. Seller financing is considered an installment. And it doesn't have to be contract like contract for deed. It can be a seller finance deed of trust or a seller financed mortgage. The key is that the person who owns the property that sells the property, if they're an investor, which they usually in this market have some capital gains, right? They're selling that property at a at a uh, profit, then they can defer the capital gains tax over the life of the time that they're taking those payments, all the installment sale, the seller financing. That's really interesting. You know, I had a like an, a thought yesterday based off, there's a new law coming out May 1st. It says that if you have a credit score over 680, you're gonna be paying more for your mortgage uh, a $400,000 loan, $40 a month, but you run that out over 30 years, you're looking at like close to $18,000 added to your loan for no reason but having a good credit score. And I was like, I wonder, those are for, you know, regular traditional go to the bank, get a loan. And I was like, I wonder if that would have any play in seller financing as an incentive to somebody saying, hey, look, if you get the traditional route, you're going to have to pay this because your credit score is at this. If you come with me, I don't charge that. So doing seller finance, you don't have to follow it by the same rules. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that definitely, I mean, no private mortgage insurance is another one, right? There's no private mortgage insurance on seller financing when people have less than a 20% down payment. Um, And then you don't have uh, the same kind of uh, points and origination fees typically. Although we use MLOs now and that uh, take, 
they charge a little bit. So that has taken away a little bit of that advantage. But yeah, I think we're in a market uh, that seller financing, you know, it was hard to make offers to sellers with seller financing when somebody, when they've got 10 offers lined up, there are, you know, twenty dollars to $50,000 asking, people are waiving inspections and uh, they don't, yeah, they don't need an appraisal. They'll pay. So they're bringing cash to closing for if it doesn't appraise. I mean, it's tough to ask a seller to finance under those conditions. But what we're seeing in a lot of markets now, every market's different, but we're seeing that the days on market are rising. There's not all those multiple offers. Many would argue we're getting a little more balanced. And in those situations, a seller might be more open to the seller financing, especially in properties that are a little higher, harder to finance. Okay, cool. So what do you, um, so you got in in 97, what change did you make or, you know, You've been with an institution, we'll just call it. Somebody who's been buying twenty million a month is just that's just a pile. And so when you when you and Fred started in ninety seven, what was your guys' focus? So we started marketing to seller finance notes because that's what we knew and understood. And the first note I bought, we I rolled over 401k money into self-directed retirement account. Back then there was like one self-directed retirement account administrator. Now we have 50. Um, mm-hmm. That understood note investing. And so I, I, my first little note that I bought was out of the retirement account. And I think I, w- I had to go back to find it because it's been a while, but it was, uh, you know, before everything was imaged onto my computer. Uh, but mm-hmm. it was about a $10,000 balance. It was out in Washington state. And I, I paid about, let's see, I, I actually found an old statement for it. Uh, let me just grab my notes here. Oh, yeah, it was at 8%. It was $100 a month, and I paid about $6,000 for it, and I backed into that. It was about an 18% yield, and it was serviced through a small little uh, servicing company out there. And, yeah, the payments came in every month, and they went straight to my IRA. So, you know, when you're buying with your own money, you're like, oh, soon, you, unless you're Oprah, Warren Buffett, you kind of run out of money at some point, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. notes are long-term investments. So, so we would refer some notes to back to the same company we used to work for, and we'd make a referral fee. But that's when we started doing a lot of partials. We'd buy a full and sell a partial to the investors and keep the payments on the tail end. And we did a ton of those that way, and uh, that financed some semi-early retirement. Um, and eventually, those pay off, so you're like, now we got to do that over again. So. We also use lines of credit during that time. Uh, we would use a line of credit and make sure that we bought it at a better rate than what we were paying. And then we'd pool those up and sell them off in portfolios. If only paper stack had been around in those days to be able to list our notes on there, we could have even done more with them. So we, you, anybody getting involved now, they think, oh, I, I didn't do it in 1988. So, you know, it's too late. I, I don't think it's too late. I think you've got more opportunity now, more resources more tools, more access to capital than we ever mm-hmm. had when we were starting out, which means you don't have to leave as much money on the table. So, so you know, we just uh, progressed over the years uh, doing these variety of different things. Not every strategy works on every deal. And so you just kind of have to adapt depending on the deal and, and what it needs to get funded. Yeah, that, that's great. I, and it's perfect because I was going to ask you, I know that you and Fred are huge in the partial space. You guys have been... Um, Teach it. We got a great course on it. I guess for some of the people here who don't know a partial, can you tell them what it is and why you just why you love it? 
I actually uh, pulled up some notes of one of my favorite partial strategies. So I'll talk, oh. I'll start with the concept. And then if we want to talk about a deal, we can do that too. Uh, so yeah. when you, if you have a note and there are 360 months left on it and you, that's 30 years and you buy all the rights to all of that, you're buying a full. So your purchase agreement says, I, you know, I'm buying all of the balance, all of the payments, everything. You get a full assignment and a full note endorsement and your purchase and sale agreement reflects that purchase price for all the payments. When you do a partial, you still get a full assignment and a full note endorsement, but your purchase agreement says, I've got the right to enforce that interest during this time that I bought. So I could buy five years out of the next 30. Those payments that are coming in first don't get discounted as much because time value money says money now is worth more than money later. Uh, or you could buy 10 years of those payments or 15 years of those payments. So you receive those payments. And then when it when your part is paid off, then you give an assignment and endorsement back to that person and they collect the rest of the payments. So on a 30-year note, if you bought 15 years of payments, you collect them then you assign it back to the seller. They collect the last 30 or maybe they sell you some more payments or maybe it pays off and everybody gets divvied up early. Uh, so those are the that's that's the beauty of a partial. And you can really minimize discount for other people, but maximize your returns for yourself and lower your exposure because on a partial you're you're investing less because you're buying less and so you don't have as much exposure if the buyer borrower doesn't pay and you've got to work out the situation you're more protected you've got more of an equity cushion so it's really it's a benefit for the person selling the partial but it's also a benefit for the person buying the partial you can get in with less money you're you're secured and then if you're if you bought it at a great rate or you owner financed it and you know, you bought it for eight thousand, and you sold it for thirty-five thousand to a to a borrower. You can sell a partial and recover all your money. Yes, that is the ideal situation: is to sell a partial that makes you whole, and everything out in the future. If you're the seller here, everything out in the future is gravy, right? So, you, if you put that into a financial calculator, if you invest get that back and you have this big residual, you get an infinite return, right? It's, it's yeah, it, breaks the it breaks the calculator. It does. Your calculator says error five. It's like that does not compute. So if you're a, a calculator geek like I am, if you want to figure out what your yield is, I just put in a dollar because it says you can't do that with zero. So I put in a dollar and then it makes it. I'm happen. always looking for error five. It's an error five deal. Well, that's, yeah. that's great. Um, you know, I think the first time I met you was, was I got into the notes in 2012, buying notes in 12. And I think I met you sometime around 13 or 14 uh, through note school. I know you worked with Eddie Speed at note school for quite a bit. Um, what, you know, how did that come about? You know, what was going on there? Did you, did you just kind of, did you work there? Were you guys just working together, buying and selling notes or how'd you meet Eddie? So I met Eddie back when uh, he was partners with Joe Davis and I worked for the institutional investor and we were expanding into the Texas market and they started selling notes to us. And that's where I met Bob Repass as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Bob actually worked for that same institutional investor for a while. And that that's where I met Eddie. And I've just known him over the years. We've bought and sold notes together. We've done portfolios together. Uh, during that time I met you, he was bringing on notes direct and he wanted somebody to help uh, expose that to the market. 
And uh, so we did that. So, uh, you know, we we have both have our separate training programs and, and companies, but that's how, you know, over the years you get to know people and you collaborate depending on what you, you they bring to the market and you bring to the market. And so that's the one great thing about note investing. I mean, we've met a lot of people over the years that we've become uh, friends with as well. Yeah, it's a small it's a small in, like it's tight knit group. You know, there's a small industry. You kind of learn to you get to know everybody pretty pretty quickly if you've been in the business. Um, so what what's up next for the Ruiz? You know, what do you guys got going on? Where are you guys speaking anywhere? You have any events you're attending? Yeah, well, we always love going out to Node Expo in the fall, and we have our own online event, Cashflow Expo, which you guys have been great to participate in. That's always in February, so we just finished that one up, but we'll be uh, hopefully doing another one. We have a membership, which we have training. A lot of people say, oh, I want to get involved with notes, but I don't know where to start. I would like somebody to talk to when I've got a deal, just bounce ideas off of. And so uh, we do a, a monthly membership uh, and a mastermind call and, and coaching. It's, it's very, very affordable. It's only $97 a month, but we only open the doors in the spring and the fall because that allows us to focus on everybody as they come in. And we have members that have been with us for four or five years. And so we're getting ready to do that. So we'd love to, to when it when that happens usually in the spring. So that'll be coming up next month and uh, in the fall as well. So we spend a lot of time doing trainings. Like you guys mentioned the partials. We did a whole masterclass on partials, two full days on it because people just love the partial strategy. Then we've got training on marketing, how to find these notes. Then we got trainings on how to underwrite, you know, and, and document them. Uh, the boring part, but the very necessary part is due yeah. diligence. You got to have that. And so, and then we just have a lot of fun with the, with the, with the different mastermind calls and people bring deals and talk about them. And, and it's been and great. A lot of them are doing deals together as well. And a lot of them find listings on paper stack and bring them in and say, okay, let's, what do, what do you guys think about this deal? <laughs> That's, it's such a huge benefit because I um, we were talking to other people that we, we've uh, spoken with, interviewed, and really the biggest the biggest jump, the biggest step you can make is going from never bought it bought a note to your first note, and having somebody that you can look, I can get on a mastermind call, I can take this note to somebody who's been doing this since 1988. Mm. I was nine. Yeah, that was nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks for that. I was nine too. I was nine too. <laughs> um, but just to be able to talk to somebody who's had that much experience and for 97 bucks a month, like one deal pays for, for five years of, of it, you know, and That's true. even more importantly, one deal where you don't talk to somebody like Tracy, you can lose that much money for way more than $97. Yeah. So it's, it's what a great service you guys have and a great, um, you know, just opportunity for people who are looking to get in to not only take advantage of you guys, I've seen your, your platform of your training and your videos and it's dense. It's very dense. You're not, it's not something you're going through in a week. There's no, a lot, there's no. so much training the in there. course alone. Each video is like, like 30 minutes or something. It's great. It's fantastic. But then to be able to get on the phone, and get that live feedback. That is fantastic. What do you guys do like a Zoom call and then people can bring, you do deal review? Yeah, so we can't give legal or financial advice, but we can certainly look at a transaction and say, these are the questions I would ask or these are the things mm -hmm. I would look into and if I was buying that deal. And so, yeah, we do, the masterminds are on Zoom. We have a webinar platform we use. And then if, if somebody has a private situation, we give everybody a uh, 
if they would like a one-on-one call, we'll do one one-on call a month. They get an hour one-on-one time as well if they like. But most of the time, they all help each other out in those Zoom calls, and we do as well. And we have people that are in there that have been doing it for years as well. It's just a nice way for everybody to network. And we really do it because it is this stage of our life where it's a lot of fun. We have a knowledge. It's fun to share. Both Fred and I had different mentors, but we both were trained uh, into this business. And so why not give back? And we just have found this platform, you know, people invest a little bit, so we know they're serious about it. And then we have this wonderful platform that we can, we can all collaborate together. That's really cool. I like Perfect. That. I like it a lot. So any, we're going to wrap up, but any last words of wisdom for somebody like new to the note investment, new to the note space, somebody who's been in the note space, just anything you'd say, look, these are the, you have to do this. I think that, it is scary to buy your first note. I've been doing it for 10 years with somebody else's money. And when I bought my first note out of the retirement account, uh, it was hard. It, it is. And I understand that. I remember that. And I know how hard everyone works for their money. And so I would say that you just learn and practice. And it's great because there's listing sites like Paperstack where you can go in and look for free and practice and sharpen your pencil. And so I would say a couple of things. Learn the financial calculator. Uh, As my husband, Fred, likes to say, I don't like math, but I like money. And so whether you like math, like me, I do like math. He does not, but he likes money. Learn the financial calculator. You'll be very motivated when you see what investing your dollars can do. If you're already in real estate, you want to learn the financial calculator because you're you don't want to leave money on the table. And so the financing piece is important. So whether you get into the no business or not, I think everybody should understand that how interest works and what happens when you pay it, what happens when you receive it and try to get on the other side of the cash register where you're receiving that interest as quickly as you can in a compounding situation. So that's my first my first uh, item that I, I think people should learn and then just get familiar with the documents, the process. There's so much information out there. That's what I was saying earlier. There's so much generous sharing of information like your guys here on your podcast. I mean, that that is just all of this information's out there. Just be sure you're learning from people who've been in the business and have been through some cycles um, and, and have, have had to live with some notes that they've purchased because not every note pays life circumstances happen. So you have to know it's OK. You're going to be secured but you have to know what next steps to take. So I think that's a good place for people to start. Um, we always invite them to come to our website, noteinvestor.com. We have over 300 free articles and videos on there that people can watch and learn and download the, the free report we have on the five ways to make money. So note, noteinvestor.com is a great place to start. start uh, your podcast, your listing site, these are all great places to start. And, and don't be afraid of it because, um, look, I do not have a college background. I understood real estate a little bit because I trained myself to understand real estate. But I just, if you have an aptitude for taking action, so many people just learn and then never take action. So even imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. That's one of my favorite sayings. So don't get stuck for too long on the learning and don't get to the paralysis analysis. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. take some small amount of action, even if it's finding a note and referring it to somebody who's done it for many years and you just learn that way. Um, Then you don't have to risk your dollars till you're comfortable. So you can do you can learn while you earn. It's a great business. And uh, I think it's just growing. Uh, I just see it growing every year. That's cool. I like that. Good stuff. Some of those things. That's good stuff. Well, cool. Then we'll uh, 
guess we'll see you sometime soon. Uh, you guys have fun redoing the windows and all the fun stuff you guys got going over there and hope it all works out. All right. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. You guys are really appreciated. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Tracy. See you. Bye. Are you new to the mortgage note industry? Have you been wanting to learn the step-by-step process to purchase your first mortgage note? Well, you're in luck. We've convinced our CEO, Rick Allen, to break down everything he knows about mortgage note investing. Through a series of 50 videos, you'll get everything from start to finish of where to purchase notes, how to purchase notes, and all of Rick's investing techniques he has developed over the many years. From performing note tactics to non-performing notes, Rick gives you everything he knows about investing. Bonuses include our glossary of industry terms, Rick's own proprietary calculators he created to evaluate notes, discounts from our partners, our Rolodex of vendors, a private Facebook group, along with a lot more. We've packed so much content into the Academy to take you from beginner to expert in no time. To learn more about the Academy, go to academy.paperstack.com welcome. Again, that is academy.paperstack.com slash welcome.